Good evening, it is 5pm and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 11.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective, Christina Laurie, Diana Jansen, Chancellor Miracle, Lauren Tucker, Mary McKetty, and Jesse Bell. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. Utilities Kingston to inspect and rate hydrants in support of fire protection. Utilities Kingston is now inspecting and flow rating fire hydrants as part of its proactive annual maintenance program. This work ensures the ongoing integrity of the drinking water system and helps support fire protection in Kingston. Residents may notice discolored tap water or reduced water pressure and can be assured the water is still safe. They should run their cold water tap until it is clear. Our annual program to inspect and flow rate municipal fire hydrants helps ensure that a high quality of drinking water is maintained from the time water leaves the treatment plant as it is distributed throughout the system and all the way to your tap, says Heather Roberts, Director of Water and Wastewater Services. The program ensures the integrity of Kingston's water distribution system. Chief Fire Prevention Officer Ted Pasadowski says, ensuring that Kingston's hydrant water supply is sufficient and available for suppression activities is essential for our firefighters to competently save lives and protect properties from fire damage. Flow rating requires operators to open the hydrant to maximum flow. This can reduce water pressure and disturb deposits that normally occur in water mains, possibly discoloring the water that services neighboring homes and businesses. The water is still safe and residents are encouraged to flush their pipes until the water is clear. All 3,563 hydrants in the municipal water distribution system are inspected each year, and 20% of the hydrants are flow rated on an annual basis. This year, that's 875 hydrants in Zone 8 and Zone 4, as well as approximately 100 newly installed hydrants across the city. As part of this program, licensed water distribution operators from Utilities Kingston will inspect mechanical parts for proper operation, assess the overall condition of fire hydrants, and flush and flow rate hydrants. Once the hydrants are rated, they are marked blue, green, orange, or red to let firefighters know the flow rate. Operators use mobile applications on tablets to collect and manage accurate fire hydrant aid data while in the field. It's also neat to know that the 2023 program employs three summer students who received the required skills, training, and certification for their developing youth employment in Kingston. Fire hydrant inspection and flow rating will take place Monday to Friday from 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. until December. Utilities Kingston customers can get more information about the program by visiting utilitieskingston.com slash water slash hydrant rating. Kingston Public Works to host open house on May 27th. The City of Kingston's Public Works Department is hosting Public Works Day on Saturday, May 27th. The open house will take place at the Public Works Headquarters, 701 Division Street, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This family-friendly event will feature vehicles and machinery from Public Works and other city departments such as Solid Waste, Utilities Kingston, Engineering, Kingston Transit, and more. There will be hands-on activities, including demonstrations and vehicle rides. We're looking forward to welcoming the community on May 27th and showcasing the many roles and responsibilities of Public Works in Kingston, says Karen Santucci, Director of Public Works and Solid Waste. It will be a jam-packed day of activities with something for everyone. All are welcome to come and learn more about the work we do. Across Canada and the United States, Public Works Week is observed during the third full week of May to recognize the importance of public works in society. This year takes place from May 21st to 27th. Kingston's Public Works Department oversees a variety of services and programs, including snow removal, road maintenance, tree and shrub planting, and community cleanups, and more. Parking will be available at the Railway Street entrance to the Public Works property. St. Lawrence College opens new Global Learning Center. St. Lawrence College is pleased to announce the grand opening of the new Guard.me Global Learning Center on its Kingston campus. An opening event will be held on Thursday, May 25th for everyone to come and explore the new space and discover the services offered to students. 
The center is a resource hub for global partnerships where students can explore study and work abroad opportunities, and faculty can learn how they can teach and research overseas as well. The space is inclusive and showcases engages with the many rich cultures at SLC by hosting intercultural programming such as Global Conversation Club, Tastes of Culture events, Global Learning Opportunities Week, and more. All are welcome to the grand opening again that's Thursday, May 25th from 1 to 3 p.m. That's all for your headlines this week, and next up is the Arts Desk with Lauren Tucker. Thanks, Christina. Here's your arts news for today. The Dan School of Drama and Music at Queen's University will be presenting the 2023 Watershed Festival this weekend, May 26th to 27th at the Kingston Grand Theatre. The festival celebrates new and innovative works of Canadian and international musical theatre. This year's events will include the world premiere of The Lancashire Lass, a new musical by Leslie Arden about the life of suffragette Annie Kenny, and it stars 20 Dan School students. The Watershed Festival will also include a new work showcase and a family-friendly show based on Chicken Little. Tickets are available now through the Kingston Grand website and you can check out more information at watershedmusicaltheater.com. If you find yourself in Harrowsmith this Saturday, you've got to visit the Summer Kickoff Music Festival at 4500 Centennial Park Road. This free all-ages festival has got fun for everyone, including food trucks, craft beer, and the best of local music performed live. The gates open at 3.30pm and the festival runs from 4 to 10, so be sure to be there and check out southfrontenac.net for more information. Art After Dark is this Friday, May 26th in downtown Kingston. From 7 to 10 p.m., folks are free to explore the downtown by taking a free walking tour of arts locations, some of which have a special event planned like live music, demonstrations, workshops, artist showcases, refreshments, and more. Additionally, every tour spot offers a chance to win a $500 credit to purchase an original art piece from those participating locations. There's over a dozen stops, so be sure to check out all the event has to offer at downtownkingston.ca. Submissions for the Mac Gallery Regional Group Show are now open. The exhibition will run for four weeks this summer during the tourist season in Gananoque, and it seeks to showcase diverse local voices. Interested artists should send three or less images of their work and a brief description to info at macgallery.ca and be prepared to submit a bio, statement, and description of work for further meetings with Mac Gallery staff. Also in local art, the Traveling Interactive Art Exhibition Sounding Board is in its final week of display at the Kingston School of Art. The venue will host Sounding Board's closing exhibition on May 27th from 6 to 8 p.m., where you can meet the artist and see how far this collaborative project has come in its travels around the city. For more information on Sounding Board, visit rubyartist.com sounding board and stay tuned to CFRC this week to hear the full interview with lead artist Heather Poachman on the Kingston Curator Friday at 3 p.m. 
Bringing you some broader arts news, the nominations for the 2023 Summer Solstice Indigenous Music Awards are now available. In anticipation of the awards ceremony on June 6th at the National Arts Center in Ottawa, Asanabi leads the pack with six nominations, and the Snotty Nose Res Kids follow with five nominations themselves, as do many more fantastic Indigenous musicians across 15 categories. If you find yourself in Ottawa on June 6th, tickets are on sale now and started only $20. Visit summersolsticefestivals.ca for tickets and the complete list of nominees. And be sure to keep it locked to today in YGK as well as the Kingston Curator over the next couple weeks for all of the latest information on the approaching Spring Reverb Music Festival. The festival will be hosting over 100 bands and speakers at downtown venues from June 1st to 4th, including Dizzy, Electric Six, Effed Up, Gord Sinclair, Texas King, Ryland James, and tons more. Check out the full lineup and plan your weekend now at kppconcerts.com slash springreverb. Now I'll throw it over to Jesse at the Sports Desk. Thanks, Lauren. This is Jesse Bell on the CFRC Sports Desk with your sports report for Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. Domination is the name of the game in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, as both conference final series feature three nothing leads. In the Eastern Conference Finals, it's the Florida Panthers that hold that commanding 3-0 lead over the Carolina Hurricanes with the chance to close things out in Florida on Wednesday night. And out in Vegas, it is the Golden Knights who, with a 4-0 victory last night over the Dallas Stars, hold a dominant 3-0 lead in their series. Over in the NBA playoffs, we have seen one team advance to the NBA Finals as the Denver Nuggets swept the Los Angeles Lakers to reach their first NBA Finals in franchise history. But the Boston Celtics managed to stave off elimination, defeating the Miami Heat 116-99 last night to avoid a sweep in their series. Miami does still hold a 3-1 lead, but the series heads back to Boston for Game 5. And in Major League Baseball news, the Toronto Blue Jays secured the second largest victory in franchise history as they absolutely tattooed the Tampa Bay Rays by a score of 20 to 1. That's right, 20 to 1. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. recorded six RBI, including four off a grand slam in Toronto's dominant victory. Although they won by a massive margin, the Blue Jays still find themselves in last place in the hyper-competitive AL East division. That's it for me. This is Jesse Bell signing off from the CFRC Sports Desk. I'm going to throw it over to my good friend Chancellor for your community update. Thank you and good afternoon and welcome to CFRC's community update. Your source for news and events happening around Kingston, Ontario. Get ready to celebrate Indigenous History Month in June with an exciting event at the Kingston Frontenac Public Library. 
Join us for Amana Fox's Pow Wow Workout and experience the exhilarating beat of the Pow Wow drums. Amanda Fox, a dynamic and talented Ojibwe artist, will be your guide as she leads participants through a series of powwow dance steps set to both contemporary and traditional music. It's not just a workout, it's a cultural experience that will get you moving to the rhythm of the drum. Don't miss this unforgettable opportunity. The Kingston Frontenac Public Library's Central Branch will be hosting two identical 30-minute sessions on June 3rd, 2023. Choose between the 1 to 1.45 p.m. session or the 3 to 3.45 session. To secure your spot, register for only one session at the Kingston Frontenac Public Library's events calendar online. So mark your calendars for June 3rd and join us for Amanda Fox's Pow Wow Workout at the Kingston Frontenac Public Library Central Branch. Register now for an incredible experience that combines fitness, culture, and the captivating rhythm of the Pow Wow drums. Volunteers across Ontario are holding a citizen-led referendum regarding healthcare privatization. You are able to vote in person on Friday, May 26th and Saturday, May 27th. All voting stations open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Friday and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday unless otherwise indicated. The locations are as follows. Barron's Grocery at 115 Livingston Avenue, Jim Beattie Park, Henderson Boulevard, Brian's Record Option, 381 Princess Street, Lemoyne Point, Coverdale Entrance, Kingston Coffee House at the Kingston Center, Lions Civic Garden by Isabel Turner Library at the Cataraqui Center, KCCU at 18 Market Street, McBurney Park, also known as Skeleton Park, Alma Street, in front of MPP Ted Sue's office, 835 Princess Street, the intersection of Montreal and Brock Street, Novel Idea at 156 Princess Street, Shannon Park on McCulley Street, Terra Natural Foods at 81 Princess Street, The Screening Room at 120 Princess Street, Waterfront Trail at Young Street, and the Metro Grocery Store at Taylor Kidd and Bayshore. In Sydenham, you have the chance to vote at Foodland on George Street, May 26th and May 27th, in Verona at Food Less Traveled, 6674 Road 38, as well as in Napanee at the Metro Grocery Store on 35 Alcombrock Street, as well as Dundas Street East on John Street on the southwest corner. And that's all for now. Over to Christina Laurie with the Campus News. Thank you, Chancellor. This is Christina Laurie coming in with your campus news. For Queen's students, there are quite a few deadlines coming up at the beginning of June. June 1st is the last day to apply to the university for admission as a part-time student for the fall term. It's the last date for Queen's students to apply for admission to a dual degree program for the fall term, and the last date for Queen's students to apply to transfer into the Faculty of Arts and Science for fall term. Once again, on June 1st, it is also the last day to apply to the university for upper year full-time admission for fall term from another post-secondary institution. June 3rd is the last day to drop summer term classes in the May to June six-week session without faculty office permission. And June 7th is the last day to apply for accommodation for an official examination conflict for the June, July, and August examination sessions. Those are all your upcoming deadlines in early June, and that's all for your campus news this week. Next up is Dinah with the weather. 
Thanks so much. And now it's time for the CFRC weather report. Tonight we're having mainly cloudy skies with winds north at 20 kilometers an hour gusting to 40 and becoming light after midnight at a low plus 2 with risk of frost. On Thursday we'll have sunny skies and a high of 18. Thursday night cloudy periods and a low of 6. On Friday a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 20. Cloudy periods at night with a low of 9. The outlook for the weekend has a mix of sun and cloud on Saturday with a high of 23 and cloudy periods at night and a low of 11. And on on Sunday, we're looking at a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 25 and a low of 12 with cloudy periods that night. And now it's time for the CFRC City of Kingston traffic report. Motorists, cyclists, and pedestrians can expect road closures at Armstrong Road from Bath to Kingsdale, Dunkirk Avenue from Alfred to Fergus, Gore Street from Ontario to King, the Lower Brewer's Swing Bridge, King Street from Tragically Hipway to Plasta Arms, Sydenham Street from Queens to Princess, the Tragically Hipway from King to Ontario, Union Street from Division to University, University Avenue from Union to Earl, and Wright Crescent, south intersection of Palace, 216 Palace Road. The School Streets Initiative is still in effect to June 29, 2023, with McDonnell Street from Earl to Hill and Sydenham Street from Ordnance to Colburn closed from 8.40 a.m. to 9.10 a.m. and 3.20 p.m. to 3.50 p.m. weekdays. The Play Street Initiative is also in effect until the end of August on Thomas Street from County to Patrick from 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. on Mondays. There is still a parking disruption at the Chow Memorial parking structure with available parking at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages in the two adjacent blocks to the east. Other road delays can be expected at Flanagan Road from Kepler to Sydenham, Highway 33 east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, Jackson Mills Road to Burbrook Road, Kepler Road from Babcock to Flanagan, Lee Road from Babcock to the end of Lee, Lowborough Drive to Sydenham, McKnight Road from Civet to the end of McKnight, Purdy Mills Road from Purdy's Court to Old Mill, Sandhill Road from Boundary to 3058 Sandhill, and Taylor Kid Boulevard from Collins Bay to just about 100 meters west of Collins Creek. The Rideau Trail from Queen Mary to Parkway is still closed for crews to replace the sanitary main, installing the shoring and building a new gravel pathway. And now over to Lauren and Mary with the CFRC events calendar. Thanks so much. I'm Mary McKetty and I'm back to cover your events calendar for the week. Starting this week, I'll be bringing you a brief live music lineup for every events calendar, which features some of Kingston's best upcoming performances that you've got to go see. For your live music lineup this week, I've got you covered with performances from Neil Carter and Eamon McGrath. This Thursday, Neil Carter performs at Tiernanog, located at 200 Ontario Street. Neil Carter's music career spans over 40 years and includes talents in classical and rock genres, seen in his keyboard and guitar work with hard rock band UFO. Doors open at 9pm and his performance is free to attend, so make sure to head over to kingstonlive.ca for more details. Coming up on Friday, Toronto-based indie folk artist Eamon McGrath headlines with Crazy Arm at The Mansion, located at 506 Princess Street. McGrath's talent spans 15 plus years, with over 25 album releases and tours across North America, Europe, and Japan, while Crazy Arm brings you a whirlwind of punk rock, folk roots, 60s protest, and classic rock. Special guests Evil Numbers and Fire Cult are also set to perform, so check out kingstonlive.ca for upcoming ticket details and head over to the doors at 8pm when your tickets are secured. 
That's all for live music lineup this week, but I've still got two other events lined up for your calendars. This Thursday, drag artist Rowan Away hosts Drag Bingo at Daft Brewing, located at 768 Princess Street. The Queen of Wheat brings you sass and unbridled sexuality, as well as the cards and dabbers you need to win prizes at this free bingo event. Catch her at the last Thursday of every month from 7.30 to 10.30 p.m. and visit rowanaway.com for further details. And that's R-O-W-E-N-A-W-H-E-Y.com. Coming up on Friday, the Janes Walk Festival presents a cultural and natural history of Bell Park Walk from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Starting at 731 Montreal Street, right across from the Royal Canadian Legion Branch 560, host Mary Louise Adams will take you along the marshes of the Great Cataraqui River to explore the city's upcoming newest major park site. This walk is free to attend and more information is available at janeswalkkingston.wordpress.com. I'm Mary McKetty, and those are all the events we're highlighting for the week. Thank you so much for tuning in to CFRC's news programming. If you ever have a news story or tip to share, please reach out to news at cfrc.ca. Stay tuned for more programming coming up next. Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the local journalism initiative, Queen's University Career Services, and Approved Contractors. Visit approvedcontractors.ca today for more information on your asphalt paving needs. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next.